0: All right, here we are. It is uh, day two of the federal election uh, campaign. And uh, I don't know. I haven't really been following, to be honest, all that uh, closely. I'm pretty sure all the leaders are out and about uh, shaking hands, kissing babies, and making promises, most of which will never be fulfilled.
1: All you need to know from today is that the Liberals' bus crashed into the Liberals' plane.
0: I saw that. Yeah. Yes, this happened like late last night. And yeah, I guess, yeah. Was it like a bus of media people and they... Ch- this bus driver tried to actually drive underneath the wing of the plane?
1: Yeah, and it clipped the wing. And uh Hey, but it didn't, it didn't delay Trudeau. He's willing to go even when the wing is damaged.
0: All right. How many jokes have been made that uh, the media clips Trudeau's wings?
1: Oh, there was a, one of my favorite was uh, uh, Trudeau's having problems with his left wing.
0: Oh, yeah. very good. I a like it. Of, a lot nice. of funny things. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's the kind of uh, news we're going to try to bring you here between one and three during the next month, because it is going to get painful at times, I think, the election campaign, because we're used to just hearing the same uh, themes and promises over and over again. So we're going to attempt anyways to have a bit of a different look at the uh, federal election when we discuss it uh, here on the show. Including, uh, Jackie, you found a pretty interesting article. This was in the the Walrus on polling?
1: Yeah, so this is in the most uh, recent issue of the Walrus, which is their democracy issue. And they did a long feature on literally the margin of error in polling. Uh, And it's super interesting.
0: Okay, because we're used to hearing this particularly during election campaigns. I'm sure every newscast uh, last night, ooh, it's the opening of the federal election. Here's what our uh, latest poll says. Plus or minus, like, percent, the margin of error, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's something that we'll hear constantly throughout the election, and, and a lot of people were base their, bo- their vote on that,
0: right? Uh, Alright, so what was the walrus saying about uh, polling when it comes to uh, elections?
1: Well, one of the biggest things is that polling is actually not really super reliable, especially nowadays as technology increases, because it originated as a, as a phone call situation, right? You You call people in America or Canada and ask them specifically the questions that you want to ask them, but people aren't picking up landlines anymore. They don't have them. Right. You start moving to technology and you're looking at excluding people or, you know. So, so
0: back in the olden days, like uh, the elections of the 70s and 80s, they would randomly phone like 1,500 people.
1: 1,000 is the uh, golden number, apparently.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Less the,
1: will change the, the the ratio, but any more won't make it any more accurate, so they just leave it at 1,000.
0: They consider 1,000 to be accurate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they would phone people up, usually, I'm sure, around Dinner time when they were home and when we all had phones on the walls of our house, and they'd be uh, going, oh, "What is the issue that matters to you the most? Who are you most likely to vote for?" That sort of
2: thing. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, but that's not the case anymore, right? So they have to figure out a way to make it so that they're reaching everybody equally, and there's not really a good explanation, like a good, uh, a good. Uh, thing that they've come up with since then. So well, you would think we're more issue.
0: connected than ever in this day and age. I know we don't have home phones anymore, but everybody's walking around with a smartphone. And I guess those numbers—they're harder to come by than the well, old it's, home uh,
1: numbers. It's harder to control, right? Uh, the I mean, people don't respond to emails the same as well. It's just harder to control because you want to get a, a mixed amount of people, right? You want get to get—you don't want to do all—all all people from rural Ontario because that's gonna probably give you a different answer than if you did all people from Toronto. So it's hard to figure out, you know, how you're going to, what method is going to be the most accurate.
0: The other thing I was thinking too is even if you do get people cell numbers... Good luck getting anybody on the phone. Who, who uses this as a phone anymore? I mean, it does everything except uh, people don't uh, answer their calls. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you text
1: people, everybody gets angry. So, well, you know, you can't do that.
0: Yeah. Well, of course, we know the uh, political campaigns are doing that. Uh, that's a new way to reach the uh, voter is to uh, reach them by uh, text. So, are polls then, according to this article, are they less reliable than ever because of everything that's going on?
1: Well, they are. They are off uh, usually. So, I mean, a lot of times they get it kind of on the, uh, around the same thing, but if you recall recently uh, we've had, with the Donald Trump election, nobody predicted that. Uh, Brexit, a lot of poll, like the polling was majorly in favor of a no vote, right? And so Brexit voters who were thinking, oh well, they're going to vote no anyway, I don't need to get out, the polls are telling me this, there's no point in me going out, and then yes comes through and wins, right? So it's not just about the fact that they can't always be reliable, but it's also the fact that it persuades people to vote one, one way or another, right? Yeah,
0: what it does, does it yeah, sway the vote? Does it uh, actually uh, stifle the vote? Uh, if people think that their side really has no chance of uh, winning, that they just don't even show up at the polls.
1: Yeah, and that's something that we have in Canada, where we have two major left-wing parties, and a lot of the left-wing voters will vote strategically. So the NDPs are, are going bad in polls right now, so a lot of people who would vote NDP are thinking. Well, I guess I'll have to vote Liberal because I don't want Sheer to win. And it's 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 that thing again. It's he's causing people to to throw their vote into a strategic way instead of what they actually want.
0: With uh, polls being problematic at best, uh, problems with polls maybe at uh, an all time high right now. Do you trust? Do you believe in polls? Election polls. 870 star 640 on sale. I mean, do you trust these things? And uh, we're going to hear them, like I said, uh, if not every other day, probably every day. Everyone has got the latest poll, the, this new poll, th- this just in. And do you trust the polls and do they guide you and help you in forming uh, your vote and uh, your opinion? Or do you think that these things aren't worth the uh, paper they're printed on? 870 6400 star 640 on sale. I mean, Jackie was just mentioning the Trump election in 2016 uh, in the states, and that wasn't uh, necessarily uh, predicted. I know there's been uh, huge problems uh, with uh, polling uh, here in this country in provincial elections. I think it was uh, it wasn't the recent Alberta election, in which Jason Kenney was elected, but the one before that, the polls had it completely wrong, and that was kind of the big story coming out of that election. wasn't uh, as much as uh, the surprise winner. It was that uh, the polls, nobody had this uh, right, and how much. Can you really uh, trust these polls? Eight seven zero six four hundred star 640 on sell. Here's uh, Jonathan uh, first on this. Uh, Jonathan, good afternoon. You're on the air. Hey, how's it going? Not too bad. Do you trust polls?
3: I mean, not usually. I could cite certain examples, but the main issue I have is at least present some quick information. It wouldn't take more than 20 or 30 seconds before you present the poll, uh, what the demographic was. You got it from a certain city, specific area, online, in person, over the phone. Uh, You have certain cities that we know vote more liberal or they lean right or lean left. If you're asking a 1,000 people in just California or or Los Angeles or something, we know which way the poll's going to sway. I need to know if you got 50 people from each state or, like, that's what they could say. Okay, before we did this poll, we polled 100 people from each state or each province or each city so you know I understand what i'm saying
0: yeah so you think maybe there needs to be some sort of uh, i don't know regulations when it comes to presenting polls on the tv news every night uh, that the methodology is described in greater uh, detail i mean
3: i wouldn't go that far as of yet because i don't see any major problems
0: well, you know what, Jonathan, we're losing you. So I'm going to let you go. But uh got your point and thank you uh for the phone call. And maybe that is a, you know, something that needs to happen because right now you just get the question and I don't even think that the news reader or the anchor it's incumbent upon them to even read the uh, margin of error. Right? It's just kind of there in the uh, bottom corner. I mean, it's as hard to read as the uh leasing and finance rates on a car ad. You ever see that they they just put up, "Oh, it's only going to cost you $289 a month." But you can't read in the fine print that goes by in the blink of an eye that it's like a $5,000 down payment and you can only drive the car like 100 kilometers a year to get that right. And maybe the polls, we need to know the methodology, that we deserve to know that. And Jonathan's absolutely right. I mean... Did you phone an equal amount of people from every province, when you, were, particularly here in a federal election, when you were asking uh, the question as to who's the best leader, who are you going to vote for, what's the issue that uh, matters most? Here's uh, Mike in Etobicoke next. Uh, Mike, uh, do you trust polls?
2: No, not at all. Going back to when Rob Ford was elected, they had uh, the, the liberal guy, the sniveling one there, um, they had him out in the lead.
0: Was that um, uh, Smitherman that he was, uh, I think, running against? yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, they had uh, Smitherman out in the lead for some reason. And I, I was shocked at how much of a landslide, and you can even say for his brother, for the provincial elections.
0: They well be yeah, before. do you think that part of that is and maybe that was what happened in the American election that a lot of people obviously supported Trump but didn't want to vocalize that or say that so when a pollster uh, called they got a different answer than what people were doing in the uh polling station or you know marking no, their ballot.
2: No, not really. If if somebody's going to be voting for Trump or for uh Doug Ford they're the, they're the ones that are going to say, yes, that's who I'm voting for, and that's final. They'll be the ones that are vocal. I don't really see it that way. But again, going back to your questions, do I trust them? No, not that I don't trust them. I, I, like you said, people aren't answering their phones anymore. They're not answering their emails anymore. So I, you can't go by that. Unfortunately, you can't go by that anymore because back in the good old days, it was always nice to see, okay, what are the people thinking?
0: Yeah, but, you know, I think there is something, and Mike, thanks for the uh, phone call, and you're absolutely right to part of what we were discussing earlier. It's harder to reach uh, folks, so this, uh, I mean, it's as much art, if you will, as science sometimes, uh, the art of polling. It's harder to get a a sample and a representative sample, but I also think in these polarized times uh, we live in, you know, there are folks that want to vote for somebody who, uh, you know, they don't want to say out loud. So maybe these polls are not giving you. An accurate representation of exactly where the electorate is. Here is uh, Jim in Toronto. Uh, Jim, with uh, day two of the federal election campaign underway, and we're you know being besieged by polls already. Do you trust them?
3: I do not, not at all. I, I just think that they should be scrapped. I think it should really be taken out of the conversation because they're never right, or they're so extreme in one way, or it's just it's just a waste of everyone's time. I mean, it's good folly to kick it around. Whoa, look at this! Someone's up five percent. Oh, my gosh, this, that it, it, they're almost never right. These people, human behavior is completely erratic and unpredictable, and it's just so different. I mean, funnily enough, all this been said, I got called last night by one of these firms, but it was like <laughs> it was a like quarter to ten. That, and my first thing was, who the hell is calling me a quarter to ten? They so turned the ring around and I looked like, oh. Such and such research calling me for my opinion on a Whatever. Well, yeah, no. they, they
0: don't phone you at supper yeah. hour anymore because we're hip uh, to their tricks. So They phone you late at night now because they think, oh, this must be an emergency. Somebody's desperately trying to get a hold of me to call at this hour.
3: Yeah, so, and I would have told them straight up what I was going to do, but didn't miss the call and they'll never call me again and whatever. So now I'm out of the picture. But whatever, I, I just think whoever they get to answer, great. But I, uh, you know, as everything has been discussed, either people don't tell you the truth or. They're not getting the right sample, but I I think it should just be dropped altogether. Do you think that
0: polls really sway voters? And by that, I'm talking about, uh, you know, the so-called swing voters who have not made up their mind could move uh, either way. And those are the critical voters, of course, coming, uh, you know, down the last days and hours before the uh, actual vote. Do you think that those polls really have an ability to uh, sway those voters?
3: I'm sure they do, but I don't. I, I don't think that's a huge – I don't think it's as big of a percentage as people think. I think it's just more apathy. I think people just honestly don't care. People don't trust politicians, and it's just a big old mess. And look at the percentages. I mean, obviously, we have a higher uh, participant uh, rate than it does in the states, but it's – it's. Uh, I just
0: think Well, listen, that's going to be one of the interesting things, and Jim, I'll let you go as well because we're losing your cell signal – but that's one of the interesting things in this federal election as well. Are we going to have a higher participation rate than the states, or is some of that cynicism that you talk about in distrust with our uh, politicians going to uh, seep into the uh, participation rate? Uh, Dennis and Scarborough, uh, Dennis, do you trust polls?
2: Um, not too much. I t- I take them with a grain of salt, but I especially distrust uh, political ones. And Trump's election showed why. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they completely got that wrong. And I think a lot of times. Uh, Like one of what your uh, earlier caller was saying, you know, I want to know, well, you know, what were the questions asked? Where was this poll taken specifically? I mean, if you take a poll in downtown Toronto, you'll probably get all voting liberal. Do it in 905 and you might get everybody voting conservative. So...
0: All right. uh, We'll uh, leave it there, Uh, Dennis. I appreciate the uh, phone call, but uh, certainly some uh, food and fodder for thought as, uh, again, we're going to see more and more of these uh, polls in the days and weeks to come.